Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I have a moving tip or a decluttering tip. It's not even moving related. That is so much better than the, does this spark joy? Marie Kondo one. Okay. I can't take credit for it. I actually don't know where it came from, but a woman named Nicole sent it to me on Instagram and it makes so much sense because she is like me. She's like too practical to do the, or too analytical maybe to do the, does this spark joy thing Mm -hmm. to determine what to, what to donate, what to sell and what to take with you when you move or if you're trying to declutter. This is her tip and it's so brilliant. Hold something in your hand and ask yourself this question. Well, technically it's three questions. Is this the best? Is this my favorite? Is this necessary? If you can't answer yes to one of those three questions, gone. It goes away, gone. And you know what this is going to work for? Like our cl- the stuff in our kitchen where we have uh, like water bottles, like sport bottles and stuff, you know, because we- for, for all the bike rides we do. For all the bike rides that we do and stuff like that. We have those sports bottles or um, we have a lot of, I don't know what they're called, like insulated type mugs, but we each only, we use the same two. Mm-hmm. Like you have two and I have two, mm-hmm. but we have a whole shelf full of them. Right. So we can just take those out of the shelf and say, is this the best? Is this my favorite? Is this necessary? And if, if we can't check a yes on one of those gone, you don't like that? No, I think it's fine. I've already done my big purge. Okay. Um, and I feel like you you struggle with it a lot more than I do. I totally do, but this is going to help. It's better than that spark joy crap. This, those three questions, they spark joy in me. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Tuesday, May 10th. My name is Jeff Dollar. And today I am grateful for this little uh, tricycle thing that Ellie has that's like a stroller, but it's not as bulky as a stroller. Uh, I'm grateful for it because it's so cute to just see her sitting in there. Like with a stroller, you don't really get to see her sitting mm-hmm. in there because it's like enclosed. So you don't get to see her like looking around and taking everything in. And this little trike thing, it, like you can just watch her study in the world. And I think it's the greatest. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for hot showers. Okay. I need to unpack this and I haven't been sitting on it long enough to like decide how I feel about it. I know how I feel about it. I don't know why. And I'm hoping you can like help unpack this with me. Um, so help isn't like I can help or that the upside community can both, help. Okay. like everybody. Got it. So 
I got a message last week that someone said they almost stopped listening to our show for the first time because they thought you were so mean to me. Yeah, people think I'm very mean to you. And then somebody asked you on your Instagram, like, why I had to play on the DC stuff and why aren't why you aren't doing more. <sighs> I'm having a hard time with that. Um, first of all, why do people think that I'm mean to you? Yeah, you're mean to me. Um, there, there, there is, there are people who think that I interrupt you a lot, which I get, I do. Mm -hmm. I try to be mindful of it, but we're also, I try to be mindful of it, but we're also having a conversation and I think you're naturally a better listener than I am. Mm -hmm. I am a, a, oh, I thought of it, blurted out type of person. So I'm not, it doesn't, I don't lose any sleep over it because I know you don't think I'm being mean or interrupting mm -hmm. you, but that's just kind of the, I don't know, that's the nature, that's how we communicate during the show. Like, I don't know how to not do that. Yeah. Other than have it be like one of those presidential debates where they're like, all right, President Callie, you have two minutes to respond to this. And then President Jeff, you are one minute for rebuttal, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's that. And then, uh, yeah, I think that that's mainly it. I am having a hard time with the mean thing, mostly because I feel like you are such an amazing partner and we have a really, what I would consider to be an incredibly strong marriage and also an incredibly strong working relationship. Now the working relationship I think is a work in progress. Like we're still figuring out how to do things really efficiently, but I think we complement each other in business very well too. So I was kind of like taken aback and felt a little bit defensive of like, okay, first of all, and I think part of it is like, we do five shows a week, right? Yeah. So like when we say this is real and authentic, it's real and authentic. And I think there are probably going to be times where I can come off as rude or you can come off as rude because we are behind these microphones for so much of our lives that just naturally it's going to happen yeah. where you're having an off time or I'm having an off time and it's going to come through in the show because it's an authentic show. Um, I also feel like you don't get enough credit for how much you do behind the scenes. And I think I get a lot of credit because we talk frequently about how I get up early and I do have two full-time jobs, but I think, I don't know if you are a woman, if people would be saying that. What do you mean? Well, because you take care of Ellie. So, oh yeah. So you take care of Ellie and you also, so you really have two full-time jobs. So I'm kind of wondering, like, would people be saying that to me if the roles were reversed, like you got up, you know, early forever and I was at home taking care of Ellie and also running our business. Like, would people be saying to me, you don't help Jeff enough? Well, I, yeah, that's, that's a very great point. And I would like to say what I know from working in radio, as long as I worked in radio, or I think any sort of sort of public forum, is that if somebody gets it in their mind to put a label on you or on any person, they will start what I think it's called confirmation bias. Mm -hmm. So if they have decided that you're mean to me, mm -hmm. 
then every single time you might be short with me or antagonizing or cut me off or whatever, then it gets magnified in their mind. Just like if somebody thinks that I interrupt you a lot, every single time I interrupt you gets magnified where the majority of people don't hear it, Mm -hmm. you know? So, um, yeah. So, so it used to happen to me all the time on the radio where I would say something, be outspoken in one area that somebody disagreed with. And then for the rest of my life, I was labeled as this type of person, but I'm like, I'm not. Does that make sense? But you feel, I mean, and I also feel like for in partnerships in any partnership, it's not going to always be totally even like it's a give and take. And I do feel like we have a really good division of responsibilities, both in our business and our marriage. But I do think that right now it's just probably a little bit harder for me because I'm, I'm having to wake up. Like, I mean, physically demanding of me. Yeah. Um, That's why I was so upset a couple of weeks ago is because I acknowledged how physically demanding it was for you. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very aware of that and it kills me even though I know that I'm contributing, mm-hmm. you know, it, yeah. kill, it kills me to, that it's not more 50, 50, that yeah. it's so 90, 10, that I'm really carrying the load. I mean, you got to get up early, but for Shut as far up. as like work, like physical and mental labor, like that's all on me right now. Shut up. You know, but someday you'll be able to step up. I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I was just going to ask you too, like, do you feel like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like we need to say like things are good. Things are crazy right now, but they're good. I feel that way. Do you feel that way? hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I found this list on Reddit. People were contributing to the topic was things. What's the exact title? The things that have no reason to exist in the year 2020, but still do. And all like the usual subjects were on there, like um, phone books. Like apparently they still some, weird. I haven't yeah. seen a phone book in forever. Are right. we in the phone book? Probably not. Our oh yeah, no, because we don't have a landline. Right. Phone books are only landlines. Yeah. Um then like you know, uh just nuisance things like scam calls or spam calls, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm calling about your car's extended warranty. And there were a couple that actually really made me think. One of them made me go, made me go. Huh, that's interesting. And then the other one made me mad. The one that made me go, huh, that's interesting is why are vehicles able to be stolen? Like, how does the technology not exist that a vehicle would be rendered completely immobile if the owner's key isn't either in the ignition or in like in the passenger compartment? Right. Like, how is that technology not a thing? I don't know. Weird. So that's one thing. And so I was like, huh, that's really interesting. That should be a thing. Then the other one that actually made me mad, why aren't, and the example they used on this Reddit list was cereal bags. You open the cereal box and then you open the bag. Why aren't bags like that resealable? That's a great question. Like a Ziploc bag. Why? But for cereal. 
Yes. Like, or like even, cheese, like how they do it on cheese. What do you mean? Shredded cheese? cheese. Like when you open a bag of yes. shredded cheese, like you can zip it back up. I don't know. I would assume it's probably a cost because those little cheap bags probably cost like nothing. I know. But would you pay? Because uh, fancy s- cereal now, I think, comes in resealable bags like granola within, and stuff. Within the box? No. See, Just, mm-hmm. if you buy a box of cereal, would you pay an extra dime per box to have a resealable bag inside? Yes. Like if, if you went to the shelf and there were there was Honey Nut Cheerios, terrible bag, Honey Nut Cheerios, resealable bag. The only difference between the two is one of them was $4.80 and one of them was $4.90. Do you get the $4.90 one to get this the bag? Yes. Everybody would. Everybody would. 100%. Then I started to think, well, look, why not potato chips? Like chips. Why aren't they resealable? Hmm. Why isn't everything resealable? Then I realize it's probably um, a conspiracy among the bit, you know, because it's probably a um, what are those things called that we have? The sealer, the vacuum seal, a things food saver, that we have, thing? a food saver. It's probably a lobbyist for the food saver. This is very tinfoil hot right now, but it's probably a lobbyist for the food saver people you're, tr- trying to like keep their business. You're overcomplicating it. I think it's a lobbyist for, I think it's a scam. Like all the food, big food companies, you know, mm-hmm. there's only like 10 of them, right? Mm-hmm. Have all conspired with each other and said, uh-uh, don't make the resealable bags because we want the food to go bad. Oh. We want the cereal to be stale. Mm-hmm. We want the chips to go stale because then you have to buy more chips. Mm-hmm. So it's big chip. It's big chip controlling As us. opposed to big pharmacy. Right. Big, big pharma, pharma, big pharma. That's old news. Big cereal. They're the ones we got to worry about. Last week I committed to doing something from now until the end of the year. And it is so much harder than I thought. And I think I got this inspiration from the show. I think from a three random things, maybe I'll, I'll say what it is and you can tell me where I got it. But I have decided that I need to stop apologizing in emails all the time. of the emails I send out had a sorry for the delayed response or whatever. And the truth is, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry at all. I'm a busy person. I will get there when I get there. It is not meant to be disrespectful. And I find myself constantly apologizing in emails, even when I'm not sorry, just out of default. Like when you, you know, yeah. And I think it's worse for women. Like I feel like women say they're sorry too often, but I am putting my foot down and for the rest of the year, I will not apologize via email. Are you replacing that with something? I am just flat out deleting it. Like I, I, I read on Instagram yesterday morning, uh, an author that I follow said that saying I'm sorry in emails is like a blah, 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 like some, like a conditioned response to, always feeling inadequate, whatever. And he suggested replacing it with thanks for your patience. Yeah. And I wondered, is that even too much? Like what? Thanks for your patience. If somebody emails you on a Monday at 4 p.m. and you respond on Tuesday at noon, that's still a response in less than 24 hours. Like a hundred years ago, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, they would write it on a piece of paper and give it to a pony who would gallop across the country. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm just, I'm not doing it. And I find that that is a crutch for me. It's like an email crutch is to say, sorry for whatever. And then. uh, You would do it on phone calls too. If, if we were a more phone call heavy, like you would call people back. Oh, sorry. It took me so long to call you back. Why are we doing these things? So I am like taking back my own power and having a little more confidence and not saying I'm sorry unnecessarily. Now I'm not jumping on this whole girl don't apologize thing. Cause I quite yeah. frankly think that's really stupid. I think you should apologize, but using an apology as filler is dumb, especially in the workplace. And I'm tired of doing it and I'm mad at myself for doing it. So it stops as of last week. I cannot tell you how many times a day I have had to, to delete the word, sorry, out of emails. I it's won- ridiculous. I wonder if there's a setting, I bet there is, that you could put keywords into your email mm-hmm. and have it before, because you know, if you try to send an email and the word attachment or something is in there, but there's no attachment attached, It'll say, You're it pops up and says, Did you mean to send an attachment mm-hmm. or did you want to put this on your calendar or whatever? I wonder if there's a way you could put the word sorry and the word apology in some thing to pop email up. purgatory. And it pops up yeah. and says, Are you sure you're sorry? Stop saying sorry in email when you don't mean it. So that's what I'm doing. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. A man walks into a pet store and says to the guy, I would like one dozen bees. So the guy counts out very carefully 13 bees. The customer says, that's 13 bees. I only wanted 12. The guy who works there says, well, the last one, that's a freebie. Think about the parts of your day that are most critical to your well-being. For me, the top two things on the list are taking care of my mind and my body. And hydration is vital to both of those. There are lots of things you can do to take care of yourself. And if drinking water wasn't on your list when I asked you that, now is the time to focus on your hydration. Making hydration a priority helps us feel worlds better on a day-to-day basis. If you're someone who struggles with drinking a lot of water during the day, Liquid IV can help. One stick of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. We keep a ton of Liquid IV stocked in our house. It is an important part of our daily routine. My personal flavor that I recommend to you is lemon lime, but they also have a ton of flavors to choose from. Liquid IV contains five essential vitamins, more vitamin C than an orange, and as much potassium as a banana. It's healthier than sugary sports drinks, has no artificial flavors or preservatives, and less sugar than an apple. It's made with clean ingredients and it's non-GMO, vegan, and free of gluten, dairy, and soy. Grab Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the promo code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use promo code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. Experience better hydration today at liquidiv.com, promo code UPSIDE. Nobody likes waiting out a paycheck, especially when you've got bills due. Our partner Chime can get you paid up to two days early. Yeah, you can get your paycheck up to two days early 
early with direct deposit. That's two extra days of paying bills. And if you got late charges pending, those are important. Those are two extra days of clearing checks. And if you're worried about overdraft fees, that's important. And that's two extra days for you to buy what you want. But Chime is so much more than just getting an early paycheck. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. If this is the time of your life that you're going to take charge of your money, start with Chime. What are you waiting for? Hopefully, it's not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Apply for a free account. It takes less than two minutes, and you can get started at Chime.com slash upside. That's Chime, C-H-I-M-E dot com slash upside. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank and A members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Ellie is so curious about everything around her right now. It's so cute. And spring is a great time to explore. Nurture that natural creativity with projects designed to teach them about everything from rainbows to rocket ships and everything in between. KiwiCo delivers monthly science and art projects that spark a love for lifelong learning. And they come for kids of all ages. We got the Panda Crate for Ellie when she was super, super little, just a couple months old. And the thing I appreciate the most is the box comes with excellent explanations from experts on why the box is important for her development, which is new to me as we navigate parenthood. KiwiCo's crates are specifically tailored to her development, and I love watching her explore them. As a parent, it can be hard to find creative ways to keep your children busy and challenged, and KiwiCo does the legwork for you, so you can spend quality time tackling projects together. Your child can get super cool, hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered to their door every month. They'll be so excited to see these arrive in the mail. Step into spring and celebrate the season of discovery with a KiwiCo subscription. Get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code UPSIDE at KiwiCo.com. That's 30% off your first month at KiwiCo.com, promo code UPSIDE. Here are today's three random things. My first random thing is, according to old superstitions, it is unlucky to marry, to buy a broom, or to wash a blanket in the month of May. I wonder what, how, I wonder why. Do you have why? No, I don't have why. It's just an old superstition. And Not, does anybody really know where superstitions came from? Like, no, they're just a thing. But um, I have washed a blanket this week. I have not bought a broom and we did not get married in May, but a lot of people do. So May is a huge wedding month, isn't it? Like number two in Atlanta, right behind October. May and October. Yeah. Um, And you know, it's funny. You washed a blanket. We know people who got married in May and Yesterday, I had to sweep up dog food and our broom, the top of it, like where you would hang it from a little hook, Mm -hmm. broke off and it's really sharp. And I made the thought in my head like, if you see a broom on sale, grab one. Well, don't do it in the next three weeks. I'll wait till June. My second random thing is only about one in seven people in the world, aka 13% of people in the world, have a free press in their society, which blows my mind. 13%, about 49% of the world's population has a partly free press and 46% of people live in not free media environments, which is just, I read that statistic and I was like, holy moly, that puts things in perspective. Made you say, holy moly. Made me say, holy moly. I almost said, holy something else. And then I realized that we try to understand 
that people have kids in the car. And my third random thing is like corn, oranges are domesticated. Had no clue that was a thing. I didn't know corn was domesticated. I did not either. So you are highly unlikely to find them growing naturally in the wild. And those are my three random things. When I returned the rental car that we took to DC a few days ago, there were a few people ahead of me in line and a woman who works there walked by. She was going out to the parking lot. I think, you know, checking the gas gauges of other cars or whatever. And she said, she saw the keys in my hand. She goes, are you returning? And I said, I am. And she's like, oh, you don't have to wait in line. Just give the keys to me. And I said, okay. And I gave the keys to her. And then I walked next door to this coffee shop to wait for Callie and thought that was very uh, trustworthy of me. That was probably dumb because she had no name tag on that I saw. If she did, I didn't pay attention to it. Oh, my gosh. I was 90% sure that she worked there, but not 100%. Like, she was over by the counter, and she looked official, and she had, like, a clipboard or something. Mm-hmm. And I didn't sign anything, take a picture or anything. She goes, the gas tank full? And I go, yeah, we filled it back up. She's like, okay, thanks. And she took the keys and left. And I'm like, what happens if, if like, are they going to call us in a week and go, hey, are you ever going to bring that back? And then I think it's ballsy that that was so easy and you left it there. And yet the company is like not doing very well and having major technology meltdowns. So I'm really scared that we're going to get a random, you know, charge for an amount of money that we don't have in the bank. And that's freaking me out. I checked the credit card that you used Mm -hmm. for the thing and the deposit they like has already been credited and stuff. So. We're fine. But it just in the moment, that may have been dumb. You're like, wait a minute. I may have just given my keys to someone that is going to steal this car. In other news, if you are a car thief, we have just given you a brilliant idea for how to steal cars. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. I have what might be the dumbest question ever, but I am 100% serious. Can spicy food burn your mouth? I would say no. Here's why I'm asking. We had super spicy Thai food the other night and I love spicy food. It was not physically hot, but the roof of my mouth has been burned ever since and a little bit of my tongue. And I'm like, oh my gosh, can spice like get on your tongue and irritate it so much? Like, I feel like I have been licking one of those everlasting gobs- gobstoppers for like a month. I, I don't think it can because there are people who love spicy foods so much that will eat those wings that make them sweat. Mm -hmm. They have tears coming out of their eye. Their face gets splotchy and stuff. But I don't think they get physically injured. I just think they're terribly uncomfortable. I think that I have been physically assaulted by spicy food. I've been waiting to send this voicemail until this exact moment. Um, But I wanted to thank you guys. I have been... um, at the same position for the last seven years and it's been absolutely amazing and wonderful and definitely where I needed to be at that point in my life. Um, however, I have noticed that I needed to to switch gears and wasn't quite sure how to do that, especially once COVID hit. 
Um, and I had something present itself, and I was so scared, but I remembered all the upsiders saying, it's okay, just take the jump. And I did, and, um, sorry, I just left my last day, but I'm really excited, and um, I'm really excited for the future. I'm sad about, you know, my coworkers and my patients that I'm leaving, and again, I'm so grateful for the position that I've had, but I'm also just so excited for this new chapter, and I don't think I would have done it without hearing other people call in and say, you can do it, so I did it. And I feel good. And this is a testament to other people. Like, it's okay. Just just make the change. You're going to love it. Wish me luck. <laughs> love you guys. Sorry for crying. Bye. Snow Day's Pizza Bites are the delicious pizza bites we ate as kids, but without all of the junk in them. And let me tell you, they are absolutely delicious. They're doing a limited run on a new flavor, and they're only selling them to those of us with access to a hidden link, and that's us, which is super cool. The new flavor is taco, and I got to try it last week, and no shocker here, they are amazing. The premium ingredients for the taco bites include small farm spiced pork, grass-fed cheese, organic pinto beans, and house-made taco sauce. They're grain-free, gluten-free, and fully organic. You're going to love the taco flavor, but don't sleep on ordering these because once they're sold out, they're totally gone. The taco flavor comes in a three-pack or a six-pack of their 12-ounce bags. They're available right now for presale, and they're going to begin shipping on April 26th. Go to snowdays.com upside and use the promo code upside for 10% off of the taco pizza bites plus free shipping. Again, that's snowdays.com upside and use the promo code upside for 10% off your order of Taco Pizza Bites plus free shipping. Hi, Jeff. This is Cheryl. You have such a tender heart, and it was making my heart hurt for you on the podcast. But um, think about this. Your show close says this too shall pass, and it will, and it will get you to a place where you can look back and say, oh, that's why that was supposed to happen. Stay strong. You got this. I love the show. Bye. Hi, Jeff. It's Amy from Marietta. If you were wondering if you are an influencer, the answer is yes. I have a daughter who's leaving for college in August, and I just opened my Amazon app and ordered a set of six packing bags. I know it's going to be an emotional and difficult time, but my gratitude is you just made it a little bit easier. Um, Thanks for sharing your tip on using the packing bags. Thanks. Love you guys. Bye. Hi, Jeff and Kelly. This is Cindy. I'm from Roswell, and I had to pause the podcast because I just listened to you tell about the uh, flower hack uh, doing Instacart. That is so brilliant. I have to remember to be able to do that because always you want to send something, but it's such a hassle to get it there the time you want it. So that is so brilliant. Thank you so much for sharing. I can't wait to use that hack in the future. Have a great day. Bye. Hey, this is for Jeff mainly. Uh, This is Susan uh, from Woodstock. And I listened to your show where you had the down day about not feeling your best and not looking your best. And I was listening to it on the way to the grocery store. And I got out of the car and I looked down and I have an oil stain on my pants and lint everywhere. I look terrible. And I thought, mm, you know, I'm just going to go in there and do it, get it done and get home and I'll be okay after that. So, Jeff, don't feel bad. We all have those moments, you know, all those times. is, You know, like you say, 
keep moving forward one step at a time. You'll get there. Thanks. Bye. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Courtney from Winder, Georgia. Um, I wanted to chime in on the graduation uh, gift money. Um, when I did my son's graduation party last uh, last May, I will tell you that as far as people giving him money, he got about a third cash, a third in physical paper checks, and the other third he got via Cash App or Zelle. When I sent out his graduation announcements, I actually included his Cash App handle and his Zelle information so that people wouldn't have to, if, like people that didn't, weren't able to make it to his party, they were able to Zelle them. They didn't have to physically write a check and find a stamp and go to a mailbox. So that is, I think, um, a really good way to send money. Uh, most kids usually have one of those apps or Venmo, Venmo too. Um, so just a thought. Love the show. Y'all have a good day. Bye. I bought some shoes today. Because I needed them. The old ones are comfortable. I like them. But they couldn't serve me where I was walking to. But when I put them on, I realized they didn't immediately feel good. It was a little discomfort. But I kept them on, and I kept walking. I kept moving. And what I realized was by the end of the day, that discomfort slowly went away. And some of you are starting new journeys, or you need to. And you're scared to put on new shoes because the old ones are comfortable. You're looking for immediate validation, immediate satisfaction, immediate support. And you're not always going to get that. Sometimes you got to keep walking. You got to keep moving until the circumstances and the people around you mold and fit to where you're going. Put on your new shoes. <laughs> 